0: Why do you think always gets you going? Why are you throwing fists at our watcher, How
1: <laughs> was that?
0: Yeah. Ben's a, little, <laughs>
1: Ben's a little hot top with his coffee. Well, birthday. you know, I've had like maybe four and a half hours of sleep on average the last two nights. And mm-hmm. I, I need the
0: coffee to all right put well, me back. Before we give you the answer to Ben's four and a half hours of sleep, thanks for watching Lancaster Connects. show about small business and small charities here in Lancaster County. Really talk about the battle of David versus Goliath, the big versus small. And we like to highlight these these great businesses, great charities locally in Lancaster. We got a great one for you this week with newly restored with our guest Cap Brown. So we'll bring Cap on here momentarily. But uh, we have some fun here on the show, as you can tell. It's not just throwing punches. But <laughs> it's a little uh, Facebook might might give us a little smackdown. Yeah, right. Have a little violence. <laughs> there you go, Don Peters. You're right. Ben doesn't that sleep better.
1: Yeah, you know we've talked often about the the sleep schedule. Out the window. It doesn't even exist. It doesn't exist. exist. I sleep in in
0: two two hour increments. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll tune you in as to what that is. Stay tuned. Yeah. So uh, Don's already in. Don's in for the prize later. Don's in for the contest drawing. We do a $25 restaurant gift card each week. And you get into that contest by making a comment on the show. Real simple. Easy. Type in the comment. Any comment? We spend the prize later at the end of the show. And if your name pops up, you win the gift card. So there we go. Um, ben, why don't you tell everybody where they can find this show? Facebook. Are you? Are, wait, are you too sleepy for that? <laughs> I
1: think I'm good. Facebook, Lancaster Connect's Facebook page. Um, and also Gardener's Mattress and More Facebook page. Uh, you can search those up in your Facebook search windows. Uh, also on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, personal LinkedIn accounts for Jeff and myself, and YouTube.
0: Yep. Hi, hey, Linda. Good
1: afternoon. Linda. I said good morning. It's good afternoon, sir. He's all <laughs> messed up. Linda, former guest, <laughs> uh, friend of the show, helped the fight. Uh, great nonprofit that Linda Charles uh, runs. Uh, shout out to them doing great things. Uh, yeah, YouTube, uh, Gardner's Mattress and More YouTube channel, and the Lancaster Connects YouTube channel. Uh, those feeds let live on those channels. All the time. Of course, we're live now. Uh, but you can catch past episodes on the LancasterConnects.com page.
0: I just like seeing Ben's talking hand expressions for search and YouTube and LinkedIn and, and all that <laughs> stuff. That's why I'm just sitting here kind of smiling, uh, laughing, because it's it's kind of a joke that you know yeah. ben, ben can't talk without a sentence. No, I can't. And and it drives my wife Lindsay crazy. I mean, listen, there's there's a lot of studies, like there's a lot, there's a lot about the human expression of language. That is more than just the words. There is body language. There is tonality.
1: We saw that firsthand with um, Lisa, who, when we recorded Lisa. the infomercial a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, oh, we, we hinted at her infomercial, but there were times where she was on camera. She's like forever ago. I know. It, it feels like months ago. It's just a few weeks ago. But um, there were times where she was speaking, but not necessarily needing to be on camera. And she used her hands much more um, emphatically to, and to, to get... Different inf- inflections and get the point across. She was a real pro.
0: She uh, was awesome. She runs. Awesome to work with her. A, a better touch, a better stroke of finesse than if I were your coach, <laughs> right? 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 Or me? That's right. Ben just got punch you. <laughs> just like comes right out. <clears throat> so anyway, our next guest. Uh, hopefully, we haven't scared him off. Uh, Steve Goble, the Goble Group, president. I, I believe so. Steve, did we say that right? Hopefully we did. Thought we'll get it right between now and next, next Monday. But um, we've got Steve coming on and then we've got a really great guest for the 25th. And we've got somebody fun that we're reaching out for the 18th. As always, if you want to be on the show, go to LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. We've got a good run of businesses here. I think it's time to get back to charities. So anybody that's watching, if you know a great charity that we should highlight on our show, please do uh, reach out, have them reach out, connect with us. Via that form, mm-hmm. LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. we will get them on the show.
1: Yeah. There's no shortages of people or no shortage of people in Lancaster and charities and nonprofits doing great things So we'd love to highlight.
0: I'm picking whoever they are. I should. So, be, I use my hands too. I should. It's fine. I, I can take it. I can take it. So should we tune everybody in as to what the lack of sleep was about? Well, just because, was it, because at of that, that time, yeah, so. yeah. before I bring Cap on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do it before Cap on. So um yep, yep. It's not my kids, although sometimes they they can, you know, kids can cause lack of sleep, right? But we basically have a newborn in the house again. Um that's gonna stay a newborn for good. That's what puppies do. The the furry thing in my
0: wife Lindsay's hand is a cold doodle puppy. <laughs> the furry thing, known as my wife. <laughs> Almost lack of sleep will no. put you in a doghouse with the dog. <laughs> I think I said the right. No, you did. I'm just I'm just like Turning me red here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, she is eight weeks old and, um, she's great. We got her on Saturday. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in the, the puppy training phase, you know, great training, which has gone great. Um, but you know, every couple hours up in the middle of the night, taking her out, trying to make sure she doesn't pee on the floor. Oh, yeah, there you go. Give us the awes in the chat. Um, we, we'd like that. Uh, no, she's great. Um, but it's, it's, you know, we, we've never had dogs before. Uh, You you know this. Um, Lindsay had a a dog growing up as a child, but I've never been a dog owner, never had a dog in the house. And, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of books from the library. We've done a lot of research, talked to a bunch of people. But, you know, nothing gives you the crash course like actually having it right there in front of you. So, um, you know, the first the first day was a little she was kind of, you know, getting to know us. Right. And I think she was scared of me. Um, we're good now. We, well, we bought it I yesterday. Mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're
0: here on the show throwing fists around it's probably what happens at home. Hey, puppy, you know, that well, so. is not a fist for <laughs> a Just to clear that off. But
1: you know, we had a we had a breakthrough <laughs> yesterday. She's warmed up to me. So after this I'll go back home and see how she's she, it's the first time alone this afternoon. So uh we'll see how she is back.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, that, but yeah. Uh she's a good dog. Yeah.
0: Well, they're all good dogs. I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't matter what breed you get. Yep. Uh Dogs' behavior is definitely learned. Uh, I have a friend through a business mastermind networking group, Josh Wilson. Josh Wilson out of uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, off-the-leash canine training. I believe there's a franchise, not that he owns, but the network that he's a part of that's in the area. <laughs> uh, all dogs, their behavior is all learned. So the more time you put in, and I'm sure, in your family's great. You guys are going to put lots of love and care into, into Maggie. That's it. She's a welcome part of the family. And that. That's yep. cool, man. She,
1: Congratulations. She's rambunctious. She likes sticks. Um, she's also into the little acorns that fall off the tree. So I've got to make sure she doesn't eat those. But um she's great. Great so far. So yep. Yep. there we go. Yep. So maybe I'll get some sleep next. Ben's week. got a forever three year old now. <laughs> I do. I do. That's what dogs do. are. It'll it'll match my three year
0: oldness. Even even the best ones, you can leave them alone for so long and you can't. Yep. And it's kind of like a three-year-old, right? You can yep. plunk, plunk a three-year-old down in front of the TV or in the room playing with Legos, and then it's all good till it's not. Yep. And that's the way it is with dogs.
1: I see uh, Linda commented she would like to take... She'll. She's offered to take the puppy for a night. So oh, okay. Maybe maybe <laughs> if I need sleep on Tuesday night, I can <laughs>
0: drop her off at Linda's house. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think it's time to bring on Cap. Yeah. Yep. You sorry. get to follow the dog, Cap.
2: I'm I'm excited. There's nothing worse than following a dog. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? You've
1: got a, a lot to live up to here, Cap. So, uh Cap, we've uh, uh I've known Cap for a handful of years now. Uh met Cap at a church that my family attended for uh, quite some time and uh then reconnected recently within the last 6 months uh, at the Mannheim Township chapter of the Referral Partners Plus uh referral group. He's like I did that. Um, so uh getting to know Cap a little bit better and um welcome, welcome to the show. Thank Cap. you.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: And, and Cap knows all about me and my pets, because uh Cap will get into this, but uh <laughs> Cap cleaned my ductwork and he he knows all about the pets in our house, which <laughs> like presently is five, but at times has been six and seven. And so oh. at any rate, why don't you uh share with our listeners? a little bit about what exactly you do there with Newly Restored. Sure,
2: sure. Well, Newly Restored is a, uh, a restorative cleaning company. And we, we we call ourselves restorative in the fact that a lot of people, when they think of a cleaning company, they immediately go to janitorial. And, and that's fine. We don't do janitorial. Uh, we prefer to leave the cleaning of sinks and toilets and refrigerators to other people. Uh, but we tend to do a little bit more deep cleaning and a little bit more of a restorative cleaning. Uh, and, trying to restore the stuff back to what it was originally when it was first installed. Part of that is, it's just a matter of knowing what the types of surfaces are that we can clean and then cleaning them accordingly. So uh, for those of you who've ever been to a restaurant and you feel as though that your shoes are sticking to the floor, those are the kind of floors that we like to clean. We like to find things that are problematic and we like to find a solution to clean
1: them. Yeah, we've all been in those types of places where it's like...
0: "Eh." Please, could you do the wipe down? Uh, right. <laughs> so how did, how did you? But, but heck, if their food ain't good.
1: Yeah, right, right. That's <laughs> probably, probably the case. Just don't <laughs> read the rest of the
0: heck. Yeah, I mean, you know, you wash it down with some lister. <laughs> Cap, how did, how did
1: you start newly restored? Have you always been in restorative type work or?
2: or... No, quite the contrary. I was in publishing for many years. Uh, everything from the, uh, the, the side of going around to the independent bookstores and selling books all the way through to the commercial side where we were actually printing the materials. So uh, oh, wow. the whole world of publishing I've been involved in and it, it just came to a point in time that I needed a change in my life and uh, I went looking and, and didn't really look to, to start a business at the time, but uh, felt as though it was time for me to do something different and came across the opportunity to clean some hard surfaces. And uh, signed up with a company called The Master's Touch, which is out of Arizona. And from there, I decided to, uh, to attend the training and uh, purchase the equipment. And uh, the rest is pretty much history. We, we came to realize down here in Lancaster County, there's not as many hard surfaces as brush Maybe was up in Arizona. There's a lot more carpet. So hmm. we needed to focus a little bit more attention on the carpets. Uh, so we went out and got some additional training and certification in the areas of cleaning carpets and upholsteries. So Uh, we're pretty much a full-service cleaning where anything you stand, walk, or lean on, we pretty much can clean.
0: Yeah, I like
2: that.
0: Yeah, very good. So one of the things that we like to talk about here as we bring on our business guests is the things they're passionate about from a charitable angle. The things that you get excited about, the charities you like to support, give back to, can you share uh, what those are for you in Newly Restored?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Way back at the beginning, when we first got started, we believed that we needed to take 10% of our business earnings each month and set them aside for charitable contributions for giving. And so we started doing that back in 2014 when we first got started. And back in those days, of course, there wasn't a lot. We didn't have a lot of money coming in. But uh, what we did have, we liked to, to set aside 10% and uh, to give it to, to not only international organizations, but also to national organizations. So we started supporting individuals. Uh, We started supporting some overseas national ministries. But then here locally, we started really looking into companies like our organizations like uh, Marriage Hub, like Align Life, uh, Power Packs, North Star Initiative. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just some of the organizations that we support on a regular basis. And another organization called Life Cycles, which provides, uh, uh, it's almost a mentorship for uh, young adults, but they do it through bicycle riding. So uh, a lot of different organizations here locally. We're very, very blessed in Lancaster to have a lot of organizations that really touch a lot of people's needs and really gives you an opportunity to support locally.
1: Cap, I think um, I, I'd love for you to make an introduction to us, to Life Cycles. I've, you know, being a, a past member of Community Fellowship Church, we're at a, a different church now, but um, I have heard the Life Cycle story over and over again. Um, who's who's the gentleman that, or the the... Couple that runs yeah,
2: that the founder is Lee De Reamer.
1: That's right. So he's That's right.
2: a retired colonel from the yep. military, and uh, he just had a real heart and passion for uh, for young people, primarily uh, young boys at the time. Yep. And uh, he started uh, started bicycle riding, and, and and a lot of what he was doing was uh, was taking him on very short rides, and that was to kind of get him going. And then every Every year they have a long ride and, and these long rides could be coast to coast. They could be across the country. they could be up Falls. Yes. The they could be to uh, to New England. And if you don't have a bicycle, they provide you with a bicycle. they provide you with helmets, they provide you with the shirts. Uh, and then you get uh, you get kind of patches for each number of miles that you have traveled. And along the way there's discipleship there. it's some uh, mentorship that goes on. Uh, they've since expanded beyond that to include girls. So now they have a complete girls chapter as well, the travel. So Yeah, yeah. that's
1: awesome. I I think last year they did go coast to coast. They went from like Oregon to uh, Maryland. You know, right. uh, I'm afraid
2: that's
1: incredible. (laughs) So uh, kind of piggybacking on that, um, uh, one of our commenters, uh, I believe is your wife, uh, Linda. Mm -hmm. Um fan fan of, of you on here, apparently, so certainly hope so no. <laughs> yeah. right. Um, so uh, newly restored is is really a family business, right? Cool. Tell us about um, that.
2: Well, when we first got started, the whole idea was is that we wanted to include our family into the business if they wanted to. Uh, at the time, my son was uh, actively involved in in a church and he was doing uh, uh, some leading of the worship in the church. my son-in-law, at the time, was uh, working for a landscaping company. Uh, he then moved over to working with us, and uh, he was with us for a number of years before he went off to a different company. Now, my daughter comes and works with us. She's part-time, but she does a lot of the administrative stuff. My wife works with us. Now, my brother-in-law works with us, uh, as well as others. But these are the ones that, uh, that we count on on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but we have a lot of, we're, we're expanding. We're growing so much that we're going to need additional people. And so we are actively hiring at this time to try and find additional team members. But we really believe, even if you're not blood family, you're certainly part of our family. And the family that we have, we try to support one another in the endeavors that we do here in the organization, as well as within the work that we do and in their life. So it's family, even if it's not part of the blood family.
0: Very good. Very good. Um... Just as an example of that, can you share? You know, maybe that maybe this little portion could be a little recruitment video. So when you say you bring employees in as family and support endeavors outside the workplace, is there an example, of something you've done? Um that's we exciting.
2: We like to celebrate their birthdays. We like to uh, we like to celebrate some of their labors and their efforts and the work that they do. If they have ball games, if they have kids that go do things, we like to try and evolve ourselves and. In a lot of those types of things as well, and and some of them, some of them like to just kind of do things on their own, which is fine. But if they're if they're open to allowing us to do some things with them, we'd love to come out. Uh, we also oh, like to to pray for them for when there's challenges or times in their life when perhaps maybe they're going through a rough time and rough patch. We'd like to be able to offer ourselves as as uh, per partners to pray with them as well. So yeah. it just varies depending upon whatever needs the people have. Yeah, that's very cool that you come
0: out and support uh, like the baseball games and other things that the kids do. I know my son uh had his manager from Chick-fil-A come out and watch uh one of his final high school bowling matches and I thought that was very very cool. Uh Ethan my boy really appreciated it and uh you know truth be told he had like three or four other kids that were there but uh but still I mean I can't say in the four years of high school bowling now that we're wrapped up, I can't say that I had heard of anything like that before. So it's rare, and okay. it's to be celebrated. So good for you. That's awesome. Thank That's you. Very cool. That is very cool. I like that. So the you know, so newly restored. I'll, I'll, let's dig into what you did for me. So you came to my house, right? Yeah, an adventure, I'm sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yep. That's a good way to put it, Jeff. Well, you know, listen, we we live we live in our house. I mean. We are busy with two teenage boys. We have three cats, two permanent dogs. At times, there's been a third dog that's been a rescue. Um, Yeah, we're busy. So for us, we don't endeavor to live in a home that looks like it's out of the pages of Better Homes and Gardens day in and day out. At the end of our time, my wife and I have decided we just do not wish to like say, boy, we're really glad our house was like spick and span 24-7. <laughs> So I'm just setting the table for everybody. So we had cap out, you know, it was time to clean the, clean the duct work. So what'd y'all, what'd you, you found some stuff that was pretty interesting.
2: Well, oftentimes you never know. You never want to know what people's ducks contained. Uh, uh, We've had some times where we've actually pulled out children's toys, uh, which is understandable. Uh, Sometimes it's a matchbox cars. Sometimes yeah. the one I had was dice. I got some dice out of it. I always wondered what happened with the dice, but that was always intriguing. Uh, but there's a lot of construction stuff that comes up. You know, people are putting in the ductwork. They, they cut a hole in the floor or something like this. And oftentimes the dust goes right down into the duct pipes and you got to clean that out, but they oftentimes don't. So you have a lot of the debris from construction sitting in your ducts. So just by going in there and cleaning a lot of that out, See, part of the challenge is the ducks provide just a real breeding ground for viruses and bacteria and variety of other things that if you don't attack it and if you don't really address it, you end up getting a lot of that stuff thrown out of the air. And so when you're doing it, you're trying to essentially improve the quality of the air of the customer. And, you know, a lot of times it's allergies that really become a problem. And that's what really constitutes a lot of people calling us is they just sneezing a lot. They can't breathe or... Somebody's moved into a house and they have cats and uh, I'm allergic to cats. And so I got to get the house cleaned. you know, those kind of things. So there's any number of different reasons people call us. But for the most part, I think probably the the worst thing was I actually pulled a mouse out of one, one time. That was Mm. kind of fun. But uh, by and large, it's like you see in the video there. It's just mostly debris. It's mostly dust and construction stuff. And I'd say probably about 80 to 90% of what I pull up is just like what's in that video.
0: I think you said in ours you pulled out a cigarette butt.
2: We pulled out a couple cigarette butts. Yep, Ooh, that, yeah. we don't smoke. Yeah. Well, we don't smoke at all? It's we don't. Know. Not yeah. Maybe you're, maybe you're in the bathroom, you're finishing up, and then you kind of tap it out before <laughs> it out you know, yeah, no. of, I don't
0: know. Any number I smoke cigars, but that's outside <laughs> the backyard.
2: So,
1: <laughs> well, you know, duck cleaning is one of those that you don't really think about. No, nope. I mean I, you probably you know see that all the time. Um, how how would a homeowner know that their ducts need to be cleaned? Is it something that somebody should do routinely or
2: at least have done once? I would say probably duct cleaning should be done at mm-hmm. least once every 12 to 18 months. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> perhaps maybe less. If you start seeing a lot of dust sitting on top of your furniture a lot, there's a good indication that there's stuff that's blowing out of your HVAC. But I'd say also your duct cleaning doesn't really become a factor until it gets cold. Until you start running the heat, because then the air <coughs> is drier. During the summertime, the air is a lot more moist and you don't have as much of that stuff floating around the air because you got more humidity. In the air. So, we don't do a lot of duct cleaning in the spring and the winter and the summertime because they're running the HVAC and they don't know, or the uh, air conditioning and they don't notice it as much. It's mostly in the fall and the wintertime that we get a lot of calls for HVAC cleaning because people are turning on their their heaters and they're starting to smell things coming out of the heaters. Because it, it, the dust actually, as it gets hot, it, you can smell it. So yep. people know when it's time to clean it, when they start sneezing a lot and they start getting a lot of dust on the surfaces and things like this. But another is dryer vent cleaning. Go ahead and clean your dryer vent at the same time. It's the number one cause of house fires in, in, mm. uh, in America is, is uh, dirty ducts in your uh, dryer vent. And it's yep. a simple process. I pulled one out the other day. They had absolutely no air flowing through their dryer at all. And here mm. there were two or three bird nests in there that had clogged up the pipe so bad you couldn't get anything out of it. So clean out the dryer vents, you'll be happier and your, your clothes will dry fast.
0: Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I forgot if you gave me a report on that at our house or not, but uh, I'm five, sure. I believe. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it couldn't have been great because uh, I don't know, it I've is. never done it. I've never done it. We've lived there for 13 years. So yep.
2: if you dry a lot of towels, Towels are the number one culprit for dryer. Mm. So if you clean a lot of towels, there's probably a better chance that you're gonna need to have your ducts your your dryer bed cleaned. If you're just doing regular clothing, um, you know, jeans and t shirts and things like this, it's not as as uh, critical as doing a lot of towels. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now if you're in an older home versus a newer home, would it be safe to assume that it might, you know, those types of things, HVAC clogging and duct clogging. Uh, would be worse in an older home than a newer home or really um, does it matter?
2: Not necessarily. Not necessarily. In the older homes, the duct the ductwork tend to be bigger. Um, mm. A lot of times, the, there's only one return, especially in the older row homes in Lancaster. They tend to have one big duct in the middle of the floor uh, and that's your return. That's where all of the air is going and, and uh, your filters typically can, can filter out a lot of that stuff. But it's the ones where you have the wall stacks so and you got multiple. Uh, you got multiple return Fence in a room, each one of those is going to get clogged up, and as they get clogged mm-hmm. up, obviously, it clogged up the supplies as well. So, gotcha. it's just I, scary. Can,
0: I can attest to the multiple returns, because when I did your little worksheet to count out and get an estimate, <clears throat> I, like, missed it by half. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, and I, I mean, like you it, can count. In your fairness, some of them were hidden behind the bed. You just didn't know about
0: it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just, I really missed the mark. There was a lot there, but... uh but I can so, definitely vouch for the service. It was fantastic. We're enjoying it. So you well, do thanks. other things. You do interior wise. You do. Uh, why don't you share with our listeners what you do on in the interior? Sure. You may as, carpets, as well say it, not me.
2: Carpets are very very popular. Uh, tile and grout floors. If you got if you got kitchen floors and bathroom floors that uh, the grout's a little darker than you remember. Uh, things like this. If you have uh, concrete. If you have. Uh, uh, In the case here, we've got slate and that composite video. There's a variety of different... That's that's the tile and the grout cleaning there. And you know you can see that the grout itself, it doesn't take a lot to be able to pull it out. But some people spend hours with a toothbrush cleaning the grout lines. And this can be done fairly quickly. Now, I have to put in a disclaimer that some some stains are going to be permanent, just like you're going to have some stains on your clothing that becomes permanent. But the idea is is that you want to try and clean out as much as you can and remediate as much as you can. So we'll use both organic cleaners as well as more acidic-based cleaners to clean the different types of dirt because not all dirt is the same. So,
1: Not all dirt is the same. I like that.
2: It's (laughs) not.
1: I like it. So uh, exterior of the home. uh, So we've talked a lot of things for the inside of the house. Uh, Power washing. uh, I think uh, I'm going to have you come out to my house uh, to do some power washing. I got some of the the green stuff on the back and the side and area of the house that doesn't get a ton of sun. I know yep. on the top of my up here, top of my chimney, uh, has a lot of the green stuff in it. Um, I did power washing on the house two summers ago and it took me like multiple weekends just to do like what I could reach with the power washer yep. and, it, and I got soaked every time I did it. Yep. And it was, you know, it was kind of, kind of satisfying in a sense that like it looked clean after I did it, but. It took up a lot of time and it was, you know, it was a challenging thing. So uh, how can you help homeowners uh, with those exterior sure. needs?
2: Well, they, they, the whole process that we use, we, we we spray a solution onto the house initially. And that solution is what does all the work. All we do with the power washing basically is coming down and rinsing off the solution, which takes off all the dirt and all the green and the mold and things like this onto it. So I did uh, it all wrong. You did it back. I did. I
1: did it. I did yeah. it wrong.
2: Well, a lot of people come at it and they think, well, the best best thing we need to do is we need to hit it with high pressure. And the problem with that is that then you end up with what we call the marks of Zorro, where you end up with these streaks caused by the power washing wand uh, that are a little heavier in some spots than in others. And uh, by doing it with a solution and then doing more of a softer cleaning type of setup, you're not putting as much pressure on the outside of the siding so that you don't damage it and basically all you're doing is just rinsing all the dirt off and you'll see it. I mean, you'll spray the solution on and probably about 10, 15 minutes later, you come back to the same spot and there's nothing left on the house. It's all nice and cleaned up. You're just rinsing off the solution at that point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I then, probably
1: ruined my siding.
2: Yeah. No, no no, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not if it looks good, but I'll let you know when I come out. How's that?
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, and I'd like to add the uh, duct cleaning and the um, the dryer vent right. cleaning yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's add those to the service yeah. plan. <laughs> sold
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. You just, get told you, you right here on the shelf. <laughs> See, there you go. business <laughs> guest. When you come on, we, we try to do business right yeah. here, right now. there. You go. So, what is this uh, electrostatic spraying? What's that all?
2: Well, electrostatic sprayers. Many of you all have probably seen videos of people who get their uh, get stuff powder coated. Uh, you see powder coating videos where they come in and they spray paint onto stuff, and and boy, it, it just looks like it. the paint sticks on it. and That's basically electrostatic spray. They're just using an electrostatic sprayer, special sprayer, that, that shoots out negative particles in with the paint or whatever it is that you're spraying. And because of the fact that the surfaces that it's going onto are positively charged, the negative and the positives attract each other, and as a, as a result, they, they adhere to each other and you have less chance of having overspray. You have more of a chance of adherence. So when we do electrostatic sprays, we do it in conjunction with disinfecting and spraying antimicrobial coatings on. And these, what we'll do is we will actually apply a disinfectant through the, the, the spray gun, which then is electrically charged. It goes out and it finds all kinds of surfaces which are negatively charged, it attracts it just like a magnet. And the next thing you know, you have you have adhesion. If you remember putting two magnets together, but the other downside is if you spray a negative onto a negative surface, what happens? It repels. Just like on a uh, like a magnet. If you took two negative posts and tried to touch them together, they're going to repel each other. So that way you're not going to have your if if one spot's already occupied with a, with a spray droplet, it's going to find another one. So that's why you end up with wrap around, where you're going to see the particles are going to wrap around the surface and it's actually going to be on the other side as well. So you're not just spraying the front of the surface, but you spray the whole back end, as you can see. You, you definitely see the difference between the charging on and charging off. That's primarily what electrostatics is. It's so that we can spray bathrooms, we can spray. We do a lot of work within the Lancaster uh, bus company doing all the Red Rose buses. We do that once a quarter. And we come in and we spray down all the buses, make sure all the buses are good and clean for the riders to come in, passengers. And then we put an antimicrobial coating on top of it, and that lasts for 90 days. So that basically, it 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 makes an inhospitable environment for viruses and bacteria to grow. So that's primarily what we use electrostatics because it's a lot faster. We're able to cover a lot more area, and we're not going to oversaturate the surface.
0: Yeah. We just got a science lesson.
2: Yeah. I'm like,
0: (laughs) you know, here you go, kids. Like, if you fall asleep in science class, here's how you use it in the real world. Yep. Yep. Hopefully, there's not a test at the end. I didn't do that (laughs) in school. That's why I sell mattresses.
1: (laughs) Cap, do you have any favorite projects, like um, projects that you've done in the past or, or a service that you offer that's like your favorite? You love to do it. Do you have?
2: I love power washing. I mean, power washing yeah. is, a, is an instant gratification. Most most of the surfaces that we clean, you immediately see the difference. The uh, sure. Ones that you don't ever see the difference are the ones that are intangible, like the air quality. Oftentimes, when we do air quality testing and then cleaning of the air, the only way we know that the air is clean is by some of our test meters that we use. Uh, when we do disinfecting, we use what they call an ATP meter so that we can measure the amount of, of ATP, which is a building block of all living creatures. That's what we we, we, we test for that because that's the only way that we can test the presence of a virus. So Mm, if our AP levels are low, then we know there's very few viruses present at that point. But I'd say probably my favorite is always power washing. I love it because I get out in the summer and the springtime. I'm outside, I'm spraying down houses and and just enjoying life. Uh, But I think probably my favorite place to clean, we do a lot of work with hotels and, uh, I love doing hotels. I love to be able to do the exteriors of commercial buildings. It's it's very gratifying to do that. So uh, on the topic of pressure washing,
0: maybe a new business idea for you, maybe not. I'll share with you this little story of a retailer friend of ours um, <laughs> down, I'm, I won't name them, but I'll say the state, Louisiana. So we held a little event years ago where we brought a bunch of retailers together and they were talking about some kind of like guerrilla marketing Uh, outside the box thinking things that we've all done. And they shared how they had a company pressure wash their logo into the sidewalk of, I think it was like a a major stadium where a big event was going on. And they just did it without permission. And I think they got in a lot of trouble for it. (laughs) (laughs) But... but what could be done, it was or like, you know, the only way you got to fix it if you go pressure wash it. And nobody was gonna do that. So their their thing stayed out for a number of number of weeks, I guess, until the rain and weather kind of wore it wore it away. Uh so there you go. Maybe maybe a little bandit spray Not you know, you go to the business <laughs> and you ask, Hey, can I sell some advertising space on your sidewalk? I'm not saying you don't do anything illegal, but I thought it was pretty interesting.
2: I mean yeah. the tax only. Hey. Yeah, there have been people that have actually gone to a building and cleaned part of a building and just left the rest of it the same that it was before and put in a message that says, you know, if you want the rest of it clean, call me. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's some there's some questionable tactics that people use. I, I prefer to be a little bit more upfront with folks and and talk to them specifically about what their specific needs are. But yeah, there's there's all kinds of things people can do to get the word out. Yeah, no kidding. So somebody
0: literally cleaned like the front half of the house off and mm-hmm. then said... Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's 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 uh, what what's the what's the word for it? I guess that's
2: a way, it's like holding holding the house hostage. Yeah, yep. I guess that's that's a way to do it. Or they'll so. they'll they'll clean a circle so that the circle is quite evident. You can right. definitely tell that it was a circle, and it looks really silly when the rest of the house is green and there's this big white circle of where it's nice to clean. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're not so a, like, we're we don't we're advocate for this stuff, behavior that's on
0: Lancaster Connects. Right. <laughs> we're just talking about it. <laughs> but,
2: yeah we can get ourselves in control here real fast can't we
0: that's, that's, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh yeah. that's interesting for sure
1: cap um any other services that you offer anything else you'd like to share about newly restored or something that um our listeners might not know about you or your business anything else you'd like to share
2: well we've we've done uh we've done uh, uh the disinfecting as I was sharing with you earlier we've done that that's kind of uh kind of Dropped off a little bit since uh, 2020, but back in 2020 and 2021, that seemed to be a very popular thing to do is get disinfecting. Mm -hmm. I always tell people there's always other viruses. There's always other uh, surfaces that need to be remediated, and uh, particularly surfaces such as uh, uh, cooking areas and places that need to be uh, sanitized, uh, Mm -hmm. disinfected, and that kind of thing. But we also do a lot of odor remediation. We also do a lot of uh, oil and grease remediation. So we'll pull oil and grease out of concrete. We'll, uh, that's very particularly strong within the uh, fuel and oil industry, around gas stations, the fuel islands, that type of thing. Uh, but also in in people's people's driveways. If they've got a concrete driveway, we can pull the oil and the grease out. Wow. Uh, the odor remediation is very popular within cars Is they as they're trying to sell a car, a used car and stuff like that, and they've got a very strong smell of smoke, uh, yep. that in the car, we can come in and we can remediate that odor. We can get that odor out of there sometimes with, uh, uh, we did a very large uh, theater at one particular time. And this theater had, uh, uh, years and years and years and years of cigarette smoke that was inside of it. And, uh, it was all throughout the ducts and throughout everything. And I told him, I said, Hey, listen, if we, uh, we can come in and we can basically just clean the carpets, clean the floors, and then we can run some, uh, some odor deodorizers through the whole place and uh, you won't even smell it. And uh, today they use that same theater. They haven't done anything to the ducks. All we did was clean the carpets and put the odor remediation in. They're using it now for conferences. So uh, wow. it doesn't smell like smoke at all. It uh, it, it just smells like a, an older building now. So... Those kind of things can be done. We did one with a hotel and they had fish oil. A guy used to slather himself up with fish oil before we'd go to competitions. Well the whole house the whole room smelled like fish oil all the time. So we had to come in and we had to remediate the orders in there. So it just varies. Different places for different things. I just want to know what competitions require fish oil. Bodybuilding. They use fish oil? They they'll put fish oil on their bodies. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Lube themselves up, get themselves all greased up and looking good. I guess fish oil is probably the easiest thing to use. I don't know.
0: This show has taken a turn. In, you know, illegal, illegal marketing graffiti, strange hieroglyphics, power washed into people's houses, fish oil on bodybuilders. Uh, uh, Nobody's yeah, you know. It was boring. I thought, now I thought we'd have to search a little bit to make this one interesting, but you know, yeah. we, boy, we just took care of it ourselves here. Bandit cleaning. Yep. Man, a lot. Uh, Fish oil for body. Learn something every day. Happy Uh, to give it to you, Lancaster. Right here. There you go. Seems like a good
1: segue into our connection cocktail with Cap. So we we got to know Cap a little bit here. Let's get to know Cap a little bit deeper here. We've got our connection
0: cocktail questions. You want to go first, Chip? I'll go first. Yeah, I was waiting for the graphic. There it is. We can start. Cap, what's your favorite thing to do in Lancaster?
2: Oh gosh, there's lots of things I like to do in Lancaster. I, I, I particularly like to road, ride motorcycle and I like to ride oh, around that nice. streets of Lancaster. I, my wife and I oftentimes in the summertime will take a Sunday afternoon and go for a bike ride and uh, that's just very enjoyable to me. There's a lot of back roads that I've never been on and it's, it's exciting. I also love to play uh, disc golf and Lancaster, for many people who don't know, disc golf is very popular here in Lancaster. There are golf courses throughout all of the county uh different sizes different uh uh, dimensions and and boy i tell you you're hard pressed if you don't find one Uh, so we do a lot of the golf this golf Uh, we also love to hike we also love to go and visit uh, local events not only here in mount joy but uh, in other areas around town Uh, we like to go to fireworks i mean it's just we love to just get outside in the summer and spring in the summertime and just yep. just walk and visit, bike ride and all that kind of stuff. So So uh I like I too like the motorcycle ride. Oh do you? So what
0: yeah, you know, so what kind of motorcycle do you have?
2: Well, I have a beginner's bike. Mine's just a uh mine's a uh, uh, Yamaha V Star six fifty. So it's a it's a it's a it's a starter I bike. I had one yeah. of those
0: I had one of those years ago.
2: Yep. yep. Very See good bike. Saying, it's just a beginner bike, but I enjoy it for now. Uh, eventually, I'd like to upgrade uh, something a little bit more comfortable for my wife and I to ride. But right yep. now, it it satisfies the desire to ride.
1: Yep, very good, That's awesome. I love the froth. I've I've not done it often, but um, we, uh, Ab, Ab Abigail, yeah, Abigail said uh, her her and her husband love playing disc golf. So many courses. Yep. So she exits is,
0: is it froth for dolph?
1: Well, Froff is from Seinfeld, remember? Right, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the first big golf episode. All right. Um, annual event that you like to go to. Do you have do you have one event that you go to?
2: I do. It's not in Lancaster, uh, but every year we like to go out to uh someplace in the country um to uh, what's called the Huge Convention. And the Huge Convention is just for power washers and oh people that are that are in that industry. And they call it the Huge Convention because it just draws people from all across the country. Actually, it's international, I believe now, but they have vendors there. And, and it's, it's not so much on, on power washing techniques because once you, once you've mastered a technique, there's no point in trying to mess with it. it. It seems to work for you, but it's more or less on how to scale. It's more or less on, on business practices, best practices, how to be able to be profitable in what you do. And a lot of advice from people that are much further up the ladder than I am. Uh, but we, we really enjoy going there. It gets us a chance to connect with other power washers around the country. And we've developed some very strong relationships with other power washers, even locally, who would be considered our competitors. We right. have really developed and fostered some good, solid relationships. With them. That's, good. That's good.
0: Well, this time, when you're doing next, you, you can share this show. About the banded pressure washing as a new That's business right. opportunity. <laughs> so right. there you go. I
2: think if we can even starting to make stencils with our logo on it. We can just go around and we can stencil people's driveways. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: He's got it. He's 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 uh, down the field. That's right. The
2: wheels are
0: That's right. And last question. So when you got family or friends in town from out of town, mm-hmm. what's the thing about Lancaster you like to share with them?
2: Well, we love to go and we love to share, uh, obviously, the Amish. That's something that's unique to Lancaster County. Um, we love to get down into the the southern part of the county uh, where they seem to be a little bit more prevalent. Uh, but, of course, the food, there's some specific things to Lancaster that, that really are not found too many other places. I think we think of ham loaf, we think of Lebanon bologna, we think My of, God,
0: of ham loaf occupied,
2: Long John's, I mean, the things that, that you and I take for granted on a particular basis. And not to mention all of the, uh, the craft breweries, all the different places around here that, uh, that, that are popping up with craft brewing. I mean, it's becoming very, very, it's becoming very eclectic in terms of the different styles of food and drink that are available here. So anytime that I have folks that come up here, we like to go out and visit some of the local hotspots like the, like the Amish community, as well as uh, some of the food places. We, we love to go out there to see those things.
0: Very good. That's and it's awesome.
2: Yep. I'm going to have to go get me some ham loaf.
0: There you, you just, go. I haven't had that in forever, but you just, <clears throat> I don't, I
1: can't say that I've ever had ham loaf. I had ham balls one time. <laughs> and that was, that was it's, interesting. It's I, so
0: good, but it's so, but so good. Meatloaf. You never had ham loaf with like a little pineapple sauce on it, right? I mean, that's, that's just, that's, that's, that's the bomb. You have
2: to that understand. Is, See, yeah. I'm a Texas boy. If we don't put sugar on any meat in Texas. I mean, Texas is a savory state. We don't put meat. So I, I, it was a little bit of a shock to me to come in here and have meat that had sugar in it. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was a shock for me. But, to, well, you know, you know month. Month.
0: so Monday night, pineapple, Tuesday night, smoked. They just go back and forth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Solu- solutions, Cap. We're looking <laughs> for solutions there. You're on the money, Jeff. You're on the That's money. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, Cap, look, this has been a pleasure. I know you've well, got, right. you've actually got some work to go do. So, yep. uh, so we can let you. Great. <laughs> that's great. There we go. That would be pretty gutsy to do that to somebody's house. I don't think you should. I don't think. I don't think anybody here is about doing business. I didn't think way.
2: you could find that picture. Where'd you find that picture? I thought I hit in the hit, hit that one long time ago, but uh, that looks pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty funny.
1: Or even the pod uh, producer Chris.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, if you need uh, if you need anything clean that we talked about, duct work, uh, interior, uh, exterior work, pressure washing, remediation, um, head up cap, really good guy. Can't vouch enough for his services. Did a great job for me. I'm sure he'll do a great job for Ben. And uh, you can check him out at newlyrestored.com. Thanks, thank Cap, you. for joining us. Really appreciate you being on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you again. See you. Well, that was fun. I mean, you know, we, you know, hey, who can make a show about cleaning fun? These guys. If you want to have fun like that, talk about your business, talk about your charity, go to LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. We'll get you on the show and we'll have some fun with you. And uh, just as we did with Cap there, uh, just have a fun, engaging conversation about how you serve the community. You be that in your business or with the charity that you help others with. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to have you on. And, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on with Cap that we didn't, you know, he said in the early, earlier days, he didn't have a lot of time, didn't have a lot of money as he was starting out his business to give back. And that's the thing I want to always remind people about. Maybe, maybe that's the case for you and that's okay, but everybody has time and all of these charities need help. They need people to affect the mission. So maybe you don't have the financial wherewithal to donate consistently, but you have the time. Please reach out to a charity. Ones that we've highlighted, you know, uh, uh help the fight, uh, power packs off the streets, uh, effort of uh, community services. I mean, you could, you can go to lancasterconnects.com and look at all the charities we've highlighted. Uh, we would love it if you found the time to give to those charities and help them out. That would be just amazing, uh, for us. I'd really like that.
1: Last chance to put something uh in the chat box. Uh send, a, send us a message. Uh last chance to win the restaurant gift card. $25 restaurant gift card's got a, a ton of comments today, which is which is fantastic. Um, looks like we have some new commenters and some uh groupies, get a, get a call groupies, Lancaster Connects groupies. I think we're forming some groupies. I like um, it. Um so uh still a good chance to win. Put a comment in there, tell us something you liked about the show. Right.
0: We need to come up with like a name for Lancaster Connect Scorpions. Connectors? I don't know. Look at that. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, we're going to move on right now before we go too far down. That drill. I mean, It's related to my sleep. <laughs> oh, <structure. okay. laughs>
1: just looked over. There's like hieroglyphics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put these in the side of your house. Get behind it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> anyway, uh, so if you want great sleep tips, we got this book, Sleep Better. You can get it at Gardner's forward slash sleep-better. We'll mail you a book out. Mailed another one out today to somebody that requested one. We'll do that free of charge. Our deposit back into our community. It's chock full of great tips to help your sleep routine. One of the things that I've been working on as of late um, is uh, breathing. Breathing to relax, breathing to reduce stress, breathing to actually help me sleep better. I've really been focused lately uh, doing what some call box breathing where You take a deep breath in through your nose, expand your belly, which expands your diaphragm, hold it for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, and then pause for four seconds. So it's kind of like, you know, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, and that's the idea, right? So I do that because I went through a battery of tests in the fall of last year, and my cortisol is like through the roof. So I'm going to show you a little chart. Hopefully we can see this. I'm not good at camera thing. The lights are washing it out. So, this down here is your normal graph of how your cortisol works. It starts out, peaks up in the morning, and then trails off in the day. Well, mine mine goes way up, drops, and then goes way up, and then stays up. So, like, I'm not even on the graph. I'm way off. You're off the charts. So, my doctor said, for breathing, you could really help cortisol. Go down. And, you know, cortisol is something that helps you keep weight on, which obviously you can see I work with. So that is something I've been very focused on. And I have noticed as of late that the box type breathing uh, really helps me sleep a lot better and a lot more uh, rested and restored. So I've been working on that for the last little while, really focusing on it. I recommend you to do the same. Do your own research. I'm certainly not a doctor. So please, if you have anything related to breathing that transcends, Doctor advice, go see that doctor. Don't rely on Jeff on Lancaster Connects for medical advice. I think we covered the lawyer's disclaimer. (laughs) Just sharing what works for me. But we're happy to give you a whole bunch of sleep better tips. you may mail the book, gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better.
1: You know what's interesting? From You're you're talking about breathing and sleep breathing, that sort of thing. My nose, I broke it a, a month ago, right? It's fixed. It's been fixed for three weeks. I snored. Previous to the broken nose. Oh, I don't snore anymore. So I think I had a problem in, in like the, not, that's uh, septum, And, and yeah, it's like I can breathe. I, I, I can tell like as I'm laying there, I can breathe <laughs> nice. deeper. And Lindsay says, so I'm not snoring. So it was worth it. If you snore, break your nose, go to, go to play basketball. It it's down at six in the morning at church and get it fixed. Get whopped. You'll be, you'll be good to go. Get whopped. It in might be weeks. a rough two weeks there. Tape face. Yeah. To, <laughs> to wear a bunch of tape on your face. And uh, then, you, then you're good to go. I don't know if it'll last, but I am uh, I know Lindsay finds it a, a pleasant uh, side effect. Just had to bust your nose to do it. That's all. So piggybacking on the Sleep Better book, we had a, a testimonial come in, a handwritten testimonial from a customer of ours, Bridget. Uh, she wrote that, uh, excellent customer service from the first email to the in-store purchase. Uh, discussed all the options and wasn't in a hurry, very pleased. So uh, she was somebody who downloaded the sleep better book uh, which starts a sequence of messages uh, so uh, our uh, leads can learn a little bit more about who we are how we can help uh, with their sleep needs and whatnot uh, often people will uh, reply to those emails and start a conversation that way yep up yep, this way um, I reply back and uh you know sometimes it's our team responding sometimes it's it's us responding um, but it's a great way for our customers to learn a little bit more uh from the comfort of their own home about how to shop properly for a mattress and get their sleep questions answered. And and uh, oftentimes we can narrow the choices down in that way, uh, just from somebody reading the free information that's on the website and starting that conversation online. And then by the time they come into the store, they're educated on the process and finding a mattress is actually easier than ever before uh, when that conversation starts uh, ahead of time. So um, thank you, Bridget, for the the kind words and uh and for trusting our information. Yep, and you're customers. Yep. 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 So um don't have to just blindly walk in a store and and uh, you know do your research first. And great way to get started is to download the free book or request a free book. Request the book. Yep.
0: That's right. Yep. All right. That's very it. good. Yep. So again, you can find the show a number of places online YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. If you got a smart TV, search it out, pull it up on your TV. That'd be cool. You'd get a little dose of Ben and Jeff on your TV because we're kind of a big deal. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, time for the prize later. We got a number of comments. Let's fire that thing up and see who won this week our restaurant gift card. What would we look like on like
1: 16-inch high-def plasma LED I don't even know what TVs are now. Wow, the prize of later is done. That was like the shortest
0: prize of later ever. Well, I think we were talking not, and not paying, paying attention. Word. You were distracting <laughs> us. Jonna, agreed. Big supporter of our show. Yes. Most deserving to win a gift card. So, Jonna, please do stop in and pick your choice of our restaurant gift cards. I suppose we should probably make another go around and buy some more. We I think it's are. been a little yeah. while since we uh, dropped some fresh ones in there. Yep. So, uh, maybe save that comment for next time but uh, throw that into the prize later next Monday on a restaurant that Jeff or Ben should go and buy gift cards from. That's
1: a great idea. Get rest. Uh,
0: restaurant. So, help out a restaurant and maybe win the gift card you recommend? Little pro tip to hack your way into winning the prize later. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just saying. There you go. There you go. Today's show, full of tomfoolery, full of funny tactics. Uh, still can't believe that bodybuilders slather up a fish oil, but such as it is. That's pretty hilarious to me. Uh, at any rate, that was. I this guess big that's how you show. listen. I mean, is that... Man, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah.
1: I don't think it's worth smelling, though.
0: You I know? think, I, like, yeah. I think it's a little. I think it's a little. <laughs> but yeah, that was this week's show. So thanks for tuning in for Lancaster Connects. We're going to end on fish oil. There you go. We'll see you next week. Take care, Lancaster.